1: Mm-hmm. Bring, ring, ring. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. I love doing hey, that. Woman. Hey, how are you? <laughs> you sound like the happiest telephone ever. Oh, oh the ring, ring. Yeah, it always sounds good when it's just somebody calling you really want to talk to. But when it's somebody calling that's like they're a bill collector or it's like your ex or
0: something like that, it goes, ring, ring. <laughs> ring if it's your ex it goes ring bam because you threw the phone right (laughs) god i did that one time to my
1: mama long before the age of carrying a phone in your pocket and (laughs) i had one of those what i used to call the walkie talkie phone you know yeah it has a little port that lives in till it rings and i was sitting on the couch in my living room And my mother made me so mad, which she often did. I'm not going to lie about that. She made me so mad that I very carefully, she said goodbye, or she hung up on me, whatever. I very carefully turned off the phone, and then I threw it across the room into our old piano. Oh. "Ah!" Of course, it didn't hurt the piano. The piano is from 1880. It's solid wood. It's heavier Uh than my damn Toyota. And I know it is because I have moved that piano.
0: And you know what's interesting to me about old pianos is as technologically advanced as we are with our audio equipment, we still can't reproduce the sound authentically of an old piano, a big old heavy piano, just like Uh, I'm talking about. Yeah. Nothing like it. Nothing like it.
1: The action, well, I mean, the action on this one needs work, but the action is so, it's it's heavy and smooth. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, there's nothing on the touch as far as I'm concerned and I'm not, I'm a sort of a piano player, but not really. Um, this thing has ivory keys and I'm never gonna tell anybody use ivory ever again,
0: but mm-hmm. oh my goodness, that feels so good on your fingers. It does. It does. And there's really nothing like it. I, I guess it's some sort of heavy plastic or something that they make keys with now on these digital pianos. And I don't know what they make them with on full-size console pianos. But even if they're weighted, because I have semi-weighted, I've got weighted keys, they feel, They just don't feel the same. And it's the action, it's the pedal, it's all of it. I love the, the echoey sound did you take piano lessons
1: oh yeah for years years and years did you uh-huh did you love them or hate them um it depended who my teacher was sometimes I loved him I remember I took one of my teachers maybe my second teacher uh lived over near UNCA mm-hmm. and she had uh, an African-American housekeeper and when it, for whatever reason, the housekeeper always was there when it was time for my lesson. And the baby would be in the little basket right beside the piano during my piano lesson. Oh. And, and and the the baby would say whether or not I'd done well. My teacher would go, well, sweetheart, how did she do? And if the baby went, oh, or the baby was asleep, that was good. But if the baby started crying, I was in trouble. <laughs> and she was a good teacher. She was. I, you know, I don't need somebody yelling at me and threatening me. Some people need that for whatever reason, I but know. I need somebody who'll kind of jolly me along until it until the hook goes in. Yes, yeah, so and see. then once the hook's in, then I'm obsessed and I'll just do I'll do it, do it, do it. But <laughs> so I had some you know some mean teachers and I had good teachers. And I, I used to be okay. I wasn't you know not a it's not my gift, but I can read music pretty well. I could play decent. Lisa, you have but I, haven't played, I haven't played in years and years and
0: years. You have a good voice. We have a mutual friend, Kevin. I was talking to him today about you, and I was telling him about your voice. And I, you know, he knew it. He's heard it. Um, and we were talking about the gospel album.
1: <laughs> oh yes!
0: Come on now. We have we
1: have talked about that enough. We've got to do it. We got to get Allison Mullins from over in East Tennessee in here. Oh, and we yeah. got to we got to get Kevin on the piano, and we need to get pe- Kevin on one of them old-fashioned church pianos. Yes, it has that kind of honky-tonk gospel feel to it. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, yes. I'm, yes. I'm swelling with happiness just thinking that. About-
0: just happiness and pride if it ever comes out. But let me ask you something: <laughs> Do we have to make it all be totally traditional gospel, or? Can we branch out a little and do our own thing, some? Or? I, no, I, I think we should
1: use what the feel of gospel is and not the right. and and not what gospel means spiritually speaking, but the energy and and I don't know, the energy and the liveliness of gospel.
0: Right. Well, these Appalachian Mountains is the best gospel music. I love, oh, I it. I think love so. it, you know. I think well, I'm so. Not, I'm not saying that there's not good music everywhere else, but this is this is the thing that I love. And, you know, that really was a common factor with me and you. That was our first public thing together, wasn't it?
1: That's right. We were doing that memorial for our good friend Nessa. Yep.
0: Well, the gospel I was thinking about was singing I'll Fly Away over there. <laughs> yeah, but we'd known each other a while when we did that. Had we? I guess so. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I guess so. I get it all mixed up. I saw that thing on the Facebook uh, timeline about the Beltane Bells. Oh, gosh, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. And how how many? It was four years ago? It was three years ago. Three. And I thought, how did that? It seems like it was about ten years ago to me. It just seems like it's way back in the past. Uh, is what it seems like but I thought of it and I thought well that was a that was a neat little situation there and it was a bad situation but it turned out to be a powerfully good situation and uh and I liked I had a good time designing that I thought it was a lot of fun so anyway it was it was
1: it was as everything we do weird but it was also a lot of fun it was so let let me catch
0: you up all right catch me up darling How's the I'm bear? Gonna, the bear, this is tonight is his night, okay? <laughs> so tonight is his night because tomorrow morning is trash. And so, what he's gonna do is he's gonna follow his normal path and he's gonna get into every trash can that has something in it, except for this one, okay? Because we, we have come up with a solution to this and it's gonna be implemented this evening. Cause so we thought we were safe with tying a rope, a full-size rope. But the bear just kind of laughed and said, well, I'm a bear. I can chew through this. All right? And so the rope didn't even stop the bear. So what we're going to do, you know how the trash can kind of has a lip and it comes over the side and the front? Yeah. yeah. We're going to put a bolt through it <laughs> and put a nut on the other side of the bolt. And Mr. Bear can try all he wants. But because he doesn't have an opposable thumb, he is never going to be able to get that nut out of the bolt. Hence, it will remain closed. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. (laughs) We shall see. We shall truly see. Of course, some of it depends on the weather as well. I've noticed if it's really raining evidently this bear's just got a comfy life because he doesn't want to come out in the rain so maybe.
1: <laughs> well our but, good our good friend Lisa who is also uh, one of our podcast listeners I was laughing at her about her response to the groundhog she
0: said "Will you just get a dog and then take care of that groundhog <laughs> yes ma'am That's Okay. true that's true. Depending on the dog, I guess. Oh, lazy dogs hey. in my family would not They'd just come <laughs> get our attention and ask us to dial nine one one or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but now you get a little Chihuahua, and they're fierce. Oh, they
1: are, but they're so annoying. Oh my oh. God! Little oh. dog looks like a
0: rat. No, they grunt. They grunt. Have you ever been around a Chihuahua for an extended period of time? When when they're happy, they grunt like an old woman or like a like a young pig. I guess they just. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> or like a young
1: woman or an old pig. Yeah, well, I don't. I got one, nothing. Yes. I got nothing on any of that. No, I, I'm I'm a I'm not a big fan of little dogs. I'm a fan of great big monstrous dogs. And I know they're not, but so good for
0: much. But they're my favorites. Well, it just depends on the dog, is what I've found. I like everybody else's dog. So,
1: yeah, I'm not. I've not had a dog that was my dog. Whew, mm. Twenty plus years, twenty five years probably.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah,
1: well, I, I used to always have a dog. Uh, dog and cats, but we had cats up until about three years ago. Really? Then, I didn't know that yeah and then the last one died no I love animals i was the I was the child voted most likely to be a veterinarian except when I was coming up girls I was told girls weren't allowed to go to vet school so hmm. i didn't I didn't even try it wow and my family That's... my family were not sophisticated or educated so they they didn't you know when I said well girls can't go to vet school so I guess I can't be a vet See, if my daughter said that to me, I'd move heaven and earth to see what was going on. But that's just not the way my parents did things. So that was just that. Then, well, I guess I couldn't be a vet. And my grandmother suggested I go to pharmacy school, maybe be a pharmacist. That might be good. Can you imagine me as a pharmacist? Uh, I can imagine
0: you getting mad about uh, in the pharmacy. Yelling at,
1: Yelling at people. You don't need to take this. It's just going to make you sicker than you are right now. Have you thought about taking a walk every day, just a goddamn walk once a day? That's Have you? That's Here's some elderberry. Drink Yeah, get some up. elderberry tincture. You don't need this. It's going to cost you $45. Yeah, I, 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 I was never destined
0: for that.
1: Oh, oh well. Hey,
0: speaking of speaking yeah. of stuff like that, our good friends uh, left a bag of reishi for me. And for us, I should oh say. medicine medicine oh it's so mm. beautiful too so i'm slicing it up i've had, i've soaked it and checked it and made sure all the bugs are out of it and everything and uh, i'm going to slice it up about potato chip width if i can whoa so some of it depends on my hands i may not be able to so if that's the case we might ask the yard man to do that or something but uh yeah and then I'm going to go ahead and let it dry out. And then I'll we'll do our stuff with it. It looks fabulous. And I saw he actually, he's so good that he took a photograph of the log that it came from. So that oh, I can verify good. and be able to show people, well, this is the tree it came from. So they could check the bark and stuff, you know. But um, I'm really excited about it. And I'll tell you. We had a beautiful year for fungus in 2014 when there was all that rain. Yeah. I I saw things that I've never really seen growing around here. But since then, it's been kind of pitiful in the beginning of, uh, in in the springtime for the mushrooms that are going on during those seasons. So like our morel season this year was kind of iffy. If you ask me, but it's shaping up to be a real good year for uh, medicinal mushrooms all over the country. It's what I'm hearing. So weather-wise, you know. Yeah,
1: well, my friends who uh, have just started homesteading up in New York State, he showed a picture, posted a picture on social media, and he had a morel the size of my fist. And he had a big basket full of them.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, so they are, I, they are doing doing the fungi. I, I was a privileged person to be invited out to the land of giants, and we'll never forget that seeing seeing those mushrooms. Wow, all I can say is wow. You can you can make a meal for a family with one of them if you catch them ripe enough. But,
1: wow,
0: but they tend to uh, the the giant ones there's something about the texture of them that I I don't care for as much as the smaller ones. The smaller ones are like popping a little piece of steak or something in your mouth. I mean, they just have kind of a, Mm. a, a, a texture and that holds up real well with cooking and all of that. So I wish it would have been a little bit of a better year for it. But on the other hand, part of the reason that I may not know is because I was in quarantine after you know March 27th or so so yeah yeah. so so I can just whine all day about it can't I but lucky for me I have beautiful friends who drop a bag off every now and then of of plants you know or seeds or starts or whatever (laughs) how's your garden doing
1: oh my gosh it is so beautiful I was out there yesterday and I Picked a big old colander full of snow peas and uh, turnip greens, and I watered everything because it is so dry. They're getting rain everywhere but here.
0: Yeah, I know. So it's amazing, I, isn't
1: it? I have to water every day for a while. You know, we save up rainwater, so I don't have to water anything with city water. Isn't that funny? I, I think I appreciate that. Country, everything is just city water. No, yes. I don't like. I don't like what's in it. I mean, I. I don't even like drinking it, to be honest, but yeah, it's yeah. not going to give me cholera, so that's okay.
0: Right. Well, but, it's yeah. much appreciated that you do that because I go there every day and I fill up the flower pots. And yeah. I, that. <laughs> I think
1: it's important. I, I, it's it's, a, it's an important thing to me. So yeah, that's everything's, a nice looking.
0: Ritual for me, everything's
1: looking good. Everything's yeah. looking good. I've eaten all the radishes. I'm going to have to plant some more since the moon changes. My corn is up about knee high. I've got squash. I'm doing one of those three sisters beds. So as soon as the corn gets a little bit bigger, I'll plant some beans around there to to oh, climb up. And the beans are six feet tall. They they're outgrowing. Yeah, they're outgrowing the the fence. They're climbing on. Oh, so wow. it's it's beautiful. I'll have a cauliflower to eat probably by Saturday. I mean, wow. I could eat it and eat it now, but it's the heads. That I think I can get a bigger head than I've got, so I'm gonna keep watering it
0: and there pluck it up
1: Saturday. <laughs> and the what cabin kind of beans, bear- beans
0: do you have?
1: I've got two or three different kinds. I like um. There's a little skinny bean called Slenderette that I like a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm uh and I grow uh, Greasy Cut Short beans. Mm-hmm. And there's another one called Black Valentine. Oh wow! And that that it's a beautiful bean and it's slightly sweet, and you really should pick it when it's young, like um, n- no bigger than three inches. You should be okay. you should pick it really young. And you know how green beans are? You pick them, they just keep coming back, coming back. So yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, so I wasn't good. even tempted to plant beans here. Oh no, because
1: everybody'll eat those
0: yeah well it's not that it's just that I've got enough and and like you said with the beans they just go on and on and on and I didn't know how long I would be here you know um, but the, the <laughs> no only, we the don't <laughs> no nope. the only climbing thing as far as I know that I've that I've had anything to do with was you had some hops planted in a, oh yeah in one of your mini cauldrons
1: <laughs> yeah how are they doing
0: beautiful beautiful they're doing great here too oh they're loving life they're loving life and so far I've been really pleased with that I don't know I think we talked about that sawhorse lettuce bag thing did we talk about that I'm I've been really pleased the lettuce is coming up real fast and uh thus far I haven't had to deal with squirrels and if I think I'm going to have to, if I think that a squirrel would want to bury something in that, I can just put some chicken wire over the top of it and let the lettuce grow up through that. But thus far, it's been okay, and it's so I think that I'll have a good-sized salad in about a week, and about every three weeks, you can just take a pair of scissors and just cut them up, cut them straight across the top, nice. and just keep growing back. And uh, so you get you a nice bag of organic dirt, and just cut a flap in it and put your lettuce seeds there. And I've got it on the sawhorse, two sawhorses, you know, right in between there. And it's just so that that's been a success. I did manage to kill deader than dead um, the dill. Oh, I had. I don't know what I did.
1: Well, oh. we grown it in a pot though. Yeah. Yeah, dill, dill wants to be free. <laughs> I've got... <laughs> free the dill. I, I planted a short row of dill here. So when it gets a little bit bigger, I'll pot some of it up and bring it down there. We'll find a place for it to live in the yard. I don't oh, think gosh. anything really eats
0: dill either except us. Well, I do. I actually... I'm just humans, yeah. And uh, the peppers look wonderful. I've got a sweet hot pepper plant. And then just a plain old hot pepper plant. And I have teeny baby peppers on them. So that's great. They haven't been. That any, is great. Yeah. You know. I've got them on the front porch. And the maters look like mater plants. So I've got a few cages. And I've got cabbage in some bags. Doing that bag experiment with the grocery bag. Uh, nice. And uh, just various little, you know, here and there, the radishes are on the front porch in that long pot that has the black flowers, the Johnny Jump Ups last year. Remember those little black flowers? Uh, That's where the radishes are this year. (laughs) So do you, you know that, speaking of the three sisters bed that you're talking about, um, Uh I take it you companion plant? I do. That's an interesting subject. and I don't know if anybody would be interested in, in, hearing you talk about it on this podcast maybe next week or maybe or maybe later on or maybe right now I don't know well and I don't know I do I there's all kinds of books and
1: stuff about it. websites so you can go you know tomatoes love this but they don't love that I'm really just terribly intuitive about it and then once once I figure it out then I just go with whatever worked before so I, I probably am not the one to talk about but I had a weirdly interesting thing happened last year I think and that was because the way my travel schedule has been I can usually get a spring early spring garden in my brassicas peas onions of course which I plant all the time <laughs> um, and that's usually okay and then that slowly comes out and the summer garden is going in the whole time so there's a transition and last year, I got the summer garden. I got well. Let's just be honest. I got tomatoes and cucumbers planted, mm-hmm. and some green beans, but not very many of those. And then I had to. I was off again, back on the road again. Well, and, I was
0: say you traveled most of
1: the year. And right? it was crazy. And I would do these desperate little. Oh, I just have to be in the garden for an hour or a half, and then I'd be off the summer. next day. Yeah, I'd you be off the next day to someplace. Yeah, absolutely. So what happened last year? May, it might have been year before last actually. I put tomatoes in, and um, and then I left, and I came back, and the tomato. It was a really wet summer, and the tomatoes were covered up with morning glory vines. And anybody who knows me knows I hate a morning you can't glory because them. because once they start, it is really hard to get them out of your garden, and they will choke just about anything. But they were covered up with morning glories, and I thought ah, shook my little tiny fist of death at them. You know, I did all that stuff. But come to find out, I think this is what happened. I had amazing tomatoes that year. Amazing. Right. A huge bumper crop of tomatoes. And with all that wet weather, hmm. I never got blossom and rot or any kind of wilt or any of that. They were healthy right up until frost. And I'm wondering if... It's because of, now you couldn't get to them because of the damn morning glories. So you'd have to kind of bend down and and sort of peek in, peer in, and see if you saw a little bit of red and then worm your arm in there and pick whatever was in there. And they were all big and healthy and beautiful. And I'm was i just wondering if what happened is because the morning glories were there, they sucked up all the extra moisture. And then they also shaded the plants a little bit. And man, they just went to town. I had the you best mangoes I've
0: had in a decade. I will ask somebody in my family uh, if they can remember. I'll tell you for sure that my granny on my dad's side had morning glories in the garden. That's one of the reasons that I liked them. You see. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And she also had them on the back porch, growing up the uh, up the stairs. Mm hmm. had you know and uh, grown up on the back porch, and she liked that, and I did too. She had those really beautiful blue ones, the, uh, but I can't remember which plants she planted with mor- the morning glories or why, and they didn't call it companion planting that I know of. I don't even know if it was really talked about because everybody just kind of assumed that everybody else knew how to do it if you had a garden. Oh, yeah. That you
1: just always naturally plant the cucumbers near. Now dill and cucumbers go good
0: together. Yeah. Yes, they do. Oh look. <laughs> I hear the crows. Isn't that interesting? They. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't know if I told this story or not. Uh, the couple of podcasts ago when we heard the crow at the end of it, and I was going, "Oh, what's that out here?" Yeah, I I know that you know the story because you were, you know, you were there on the other line with me and we've talked about it and stuff, but I don't know if I told any of the listeners, but I heard this bird, I heard the crows just going crazy and I was sitting inside here on Weird Mountain, but I had the back door open and so Byron and I were talking about our subjects and stuff. And we were, I think we had been maybe talking about the crow feeder or something. And I hear these crows going crazy and I go outside and I'm blind as a bat, y'all. I just admit it. Um, and I saw this huge bird on the first branch uh, that was about 20 feet tall outside the back door. And I, and that, I believe I was babbling something along the lines of, is that an owl?
1: Oh you know, yeah. I just, cause
0: it was huge, it was huge. And uh, it was like, is that a penguin? You know, anyway, it was, it, the the crows were mad at it. And they were like, one of them dive-bombed it and it flew off the branch. And it went kind of straight up for a little bit. And another bird joined it. Anyway, they were brown eagles. They were eagles for sure, but they were totally brown. So I guess that makes them golden eagles? Goldens, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're we're in the Golden's them. range. We're in the Golden's range, but we don't see them very much. Well how um, many were there? There were, there were two of them because when the one went up, I watched it and it was soon joined by another one that was also being chased by crows. And so there were I watched this for about 30 minutes. There there ended up being about I don't know, maybe six to eight crows that just kept circling. The eagles, and then every now and then a few little birds would join in, and they'd kind of dive bomb the eagles, and it and I watched that for about a half hour before they were finally able to chase these eagles away. And, <laughs> yep. And basically, the eagles just got annoyed with them. I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. What
1: in the world, y'all noisy bunch
0: of people? Yep. Yep. So that was my animal story for the week, and I did tell the groundhog that that she needed to find a new place to live. She was getting evicted. So. Oh, you. So you warned her. That's good. Right. I didn't. I didn't. You know, nail anything to the entrance because the entrance is basically wherever she wants it to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. Uh, yeah, no, uh, she's still around, all the, albeit not very much. Good. I guess because of the weather and stuff.
1: Well, and because so, you're there
0: all the time now. Yeah. I'm,
1: yeah so because she, I she may be, be like,
0: oh,
1: oh, I can't rent there. I've got an upstairs neighbor. She makes noise. I don't like it.
0: Oh, and yes, I will make noise, too. I'll just whap, whap, whap on the floor. Hey. Shut <laughs> up down there. That's right. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and i think you and i have made kind of a conscious decision to not bring it all out when we're you know recording this podcast because that's not what we want to represent right now well we're, i think we both want to acknowledge that things are going on things are going on and what i hear from the people
1: who correspond with us is it what they like about us? Is it like being at the table with their cousin or their auntie, whatever? And we try to just be somewhat informative as much as we can be. And then a little wow. bit smart-alecky and a little bit funny and that kind of stuff. But let's just say to our listeners, if you want us to talk about some of these issues that are just front and present right now, we we'll we'll take them on and we'll do it as respectfully with as much intelligence as we can Mm -hmm. but if really you come to us to have a quiet 45 minutes to just have a cup of coffee and think about life in a simple way then we're happy to do that too we are absolutely and we're you know if somebody if a bunch of people want us to talk about what's going on then we will do a warning saying this podcast is going to be a little different and we're going to tackle some big political social yeah, issues yeah and you might it, if you just came to hear about how to make molasses
0: this probably probably not the one for you yeah well and i don't know how to make molasses anyway but well it's hard as hell is it? it's hard hard is work that on your list of Hot work. That you're going to make well,
1: uh i no i don't, I don't think that is on my list I have a lot of hard work on my list, but I don't think that's one. That's it's it. fun to watch though. when people are making it, you know, if you know somebody making it, you should uh, see if you can volunteer and help because you know it's hard. It's hard work, and it's I, long I'm and sure it is. Life, like making corn liquor, it's tedious work
0: yeah Um, it's best left for others honestly yes yeah and back back to be like a squirrel and go oh back to what you were saying though if we need to if 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 there's a subject we want to tackle we can also end up doing it in a like a a zoom chat a private thing or something Yeah, i mean we have options folks we have options we do And,
1: and i think i think we will we can say in general that um that love is superior to hate in every way every and it is superior time. to fear. And that this nation has needed some work for about two hundred and whatever years. So, you know, we we're conscious of that, but we love the land we live on.
0: We and do. we love the people that live on it with us. <laughs> Maybe you know I do have a story along those lines, but I it is I don't think I can do that on this podcast because I'd have to name names because it's funny because of the names. Uh huh. So. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, I'm glad that we've been looking at those crow feeders. Yes. Oh, those are so cute. Tell everybody about them. Yeah. Yeah. The crow feeders. Are, well, we've had some folks asking about these crows here, because I kind of have a little little bit of an obsession with watching them. They're the best entertainment and the most fascinating uh, species to watch that I know of. And there just happens to be a murder of them, a family of them, living back behind uh, the place here on Weird Mountain. So I get to watch them quite often, and I've made a little crow feeder, and they've They've gotten to where they know where the crow feeder is. So we've had a lot of questions about it and stuff, and I started looking around, and I believe we're going to be able to find something that everybody could use. Now, the point of the crow feeder, though, because it's not going to be for everybody, because it's not a hummingbird feeder. It's not going to delicately hang uh, on your porch, most likely. (laughs) because you might want to fill it you might decide you're going to put earthworms in it or grubs or cheese crackers or something <laughs> but be rest assured it's not it's not a delicate thing it's got the mason jar screwed onto it and it's got it's galvanized you know and uh on the bottom there and so it's got a, a space for them and my point in doing it that way was twofold because I, I'm just the best snack a mosquito ever met. And every mosquito um, know, is fascinated by me and wants to take a sip of my blood. So, Alicia is so right
1: delicious. Now. Isn't <laughs> Alicia a short version of delicious?
0: It must be. And the mosquito is delicious. It. <laughs> I'll take that. Thank you. And uh, so, I wanted to get rid of uh, the Bird bath water not because i hate them but they've got plenty of water around here that's moving but and so i i know that i'm a slack slack person and i would probably forget to dump the water every day so i turned it into a crow feeder and they've been hanging out so my thought was if somebody out there has got that same situation and they've got one of those concrete bird feeders That's basically what you need is a place to put it, to let it sit on for the birds. Um, and And it's just been, it's kind of interesting to look at for me. It takes me back because I remember those days. Seems like I've seen that back around the farm when I was a kid, was feeders like that. So anyway, that's just been something I've been looking at pie in the sky on the Internet kind of thing, trying to learn about it and stuff. So what's i love it about?
1: well and we will post a picture on our facebook page and maybe on the on the gram on the instagram of what yeah. this is because we're gonna we're gonna try some of them out uh, up on weird mountain and see how they work yeah of course yeah. on weird mountain they may become bear
0: feeders rather than crow feeders but we'll see well see it depends it very much depends on and tonight will probably be the night that'll tell the tale on it because the bear will be around tonight i'll bet you and so i've got I've got some stuff in it but i don't have food that i think the bear would want i mean do you think the bear would want just earthworms
1: uh well, i don't know I, uh, yeah. bears will eat a whole lot of stuff
0: yeah
1: and they might eat earthworms i don't know but th-
0: don't be digging up earthworms we need those for the garden. I didn't dig any of them up. They, too, were left in a, a brown paper sack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're not uh, native to the area.
1: I love it. It's like the little witch cottage, and pe- people just bring things, put on the porch. Here, have some of this.
0: They do. It's interesting. And then they usually, if I'm around, they usually respectfully ask me a, a question about something that's been weighing on them. Have you ever you noticed know- that? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Our mockingbirds, we've been watching mockingbirds for, I don't know, a while. First, they, we watched them build the nest, and then they laid eggs in the nest, then they hatched the eggs, and they were feeding everybody. And huh. I think it was yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, it was real quiet, real quiet. No, it was the day before yesterday. Um, and I, I went out to pick up some, flat, some plant starts, And the fox, one of the neighborhood foxes, ran across my driveway, and I thought, oh, no, what if it got them little birds? Well, then we noticed it was real quiet, but I think they all fledged. And now we've got all these mockingbirds in the front yard all the time Mm. singing and talking. And like, look, look, these are my babies. Look, here, we're the babies. Here we are, we're the babies. We're here hopping on the ground. (laughs) It's crazy, crazy. So then, of course, I had to read up on mockingbirds because I don't know much about them. and, And so once they hatch, the daddy bird takes them on for two weeks and kind of teaches them how to get along in the world. And the mom bird's like, "No, nah, I'm done. I'm out of uh-huh. here now. I need some self care now." That's okay. right. I'm gonna go to the spa. I'm gonna get myself a massage. I'm gonna have my hair trimmed and colored, yeah. and it's gonna be great. And then I'm gonna meet me another handsome Mister Mockingbird. I'm gonna lay
0: some more eggs. Bye. So See you. Bye. Multiple, multiple, uh partners. They don't. Oh, yeah. Everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Well. Um, and they never reuse the, or they, I don't know about never. I'm, I'm so leery of saying the word never about anything anymore. Yeah. But they don't use, reuse an old nest, so the nest mm-hmm. is just empty and sad.
0: Oh. Maybe somebody else will use it. But we've big old brown traps. Pardon? We have some fledglings right in, in the, uh, in the tire. The... And no, in the tall grass and on the front porch and you know, the pampas grass. Oh, yeah. Pampas or whatever. Pampas. <laughs> I
1: always call it pampas. And then when it comes out of my mouth, I go, oh, no, I meant to say pampas grass. Yes,
0: that's what I just did. Yes, there's some little fledgling. I hear it and, you know, hopping around. And, yep, that's what it's doing. And thus far, Freddie Mercury has left alone. Well, bless his heart. Yeah. Now, his time of day to come up here is about 3 o'clock, and he'll hop up on the porch and look at stuff. But if I'm around, which I am, I will scooch him off the porch.
1: <laughs> well, and that damn cat is so well fed. Oh, I can't fat. imagine he'd be
0: hunting for anything but sport. Yeah. Well, we he's fat, and that's all he's doing is he's hunting for sport at this point. So, anyway... It's a wild, wild kingdom out there. It really is, considering it's in the city. Yeah. weird. I know. Well, and in the Bauer city, you know, weird.
1: we talked about that last week. In the city, well, we got bears and foxes and eagles and everything else. So I don't and know. groundhogs. And How much longer can the city be the city?
0: Let's see. I don't know. Well, this is a city of weird is what I meant. <laughs> oh, I see. Have a, uh, oh, it is the city. Always has been. Yep, yep. Well, I don't really have any other news. I've got some laundry I should fold, though. Uh, you have always got
1: laundry to fold. Always. Every time I talk to you, you got some laundry to fold. I think you just save it up, and, and then you're on the phone, and you go, huh, I ought to be doing something but sitting here talking to Myron. Huh, I bet I've got laundry. Day. Like me, I've got to go plant some things and get ready to water everything in my damn garden because it's not gonna rain again today.
0: I don't know if it will or not. I just I don't believe you. it will
1: here. It I don't think little, it will. Got a little clabbered up and dark, but I don't think it's gonna rain. Clabbered up, see there? <laughs> That's what my dad used to say. It's getting clabbered I, up out there. I bet I'd bring him clothes off the line if I was you. It's clabbering up. Uh,
0: clabbering up. Like now, the milk. Clabber milk no.
1: clabbered milk yeah, yeah. and clabber girl what is that baking baking, baking. powder baking soda no baking powder yes. Yes. it's clabber girl clabber girl yes yeah, so it, what you can call me clabber country. girl that'd be my new my new name <laughs> have y'all talked to oh. clabber girl lately yeah she won't talk stop talking you know how she is
0: clabber girl <laughs> i can get clabber girl to clabber up well, you know, it's a long Appalachian goodbye. It is, once again.
1: Hey, y'all, thanks for listening to us going on and on and whatever it is we talked about because we I've never know who will listen to it. And uh, Craig, thank you for making us sound halfway decent anyway. And Alicia, thank you for just being the best.
0: Oh, and saying to you, you are the best too. And we are the best, except for all of our <laughs> listeners. All of our yeah. listeners are the best of the best. They're the bestest, so yes. yes, they are. Well, listen, call me whenever I'm All right. here.
1: Tell and y'all y'all said, be Go safe.
0: Go. Y'all be safe when you're out in the world. Wear yourself
1: a little mask. Yeah. Wash your little hands, your filthy little hands with some salt, some salt with some hot water and <laughs> soap. You can use salt, too, if you want to, but use the hot water and soap. Yeah. And just take yeah. care of yourselves. Don't get, you. don't get too close to people
0: that you don't know. <laughs> that you do know. All right, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.